When you think sports, think News Radio 1070, WKOK. This is Shikalemi Braves basketball on News Radio 1070, WKOK. Six seconds left. Three pointer on the way. No good. And that will do it. The Shikalemi Braves, for the first time since 1979, will win a district title. Braves basketball is sponsored by Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Truck, Senior Helpers, Purdy Insurance, Platinum Sealands Grove, Mart's Gap View Hunting Preserve, WNL Subaru, Lackawanna College, Sunbury Motor Company, Glick Incorporated. Now, here's Kevin Hur and the Chief Dave Ritchie. Welcome to the Mifflinburg Elementary School. Kevin Hur along with the Chief Dave Ritchie and Chickalumi Braves basketball tonight on WKOK and WKOK.com uh, breaking away for Shikalami Wrestling tonight. The wrestling going on uh, at Lewisburg this evening and we'll try and get you updates on that throughout the evening as they become available. But tonight it's basketball on the radio here from Mifflinburg with the 1-0 Mifflinburg Wildcats. Chief, uh, they came in against Milton uh, I'm sorry, uh, and, and ended up going in overtime in that game and battling to that first win in their only game so far this season. Yeah, they've only played one game. Chicklamy's got a little bit of an advantage. They've had the tournament with the two games and, of course, the game with Mifflin County on Tuesday in front of the entire student body. Uh, but, you know, Milton's got what I would call one of the best, one of the best uh, senior classes around. Uh, got a great, great... Uh, uh, team coming back and see for for Mifflinburg after losing a, a lot of kids last year coming back and uh, winning in overtime that's that's pretty impressive so uh, this is going to you know I told you on the way up this is one of the places I never really like to bring the girls to play basketball because it, the atmosphere is uh, is isn't conducive to Shikalimi. Uh, <laughs> Well, remember years ago, it used to be the uh, the old gym, and it had kind of like a barn cover to it uh, with the arc cover. They kind of kept that, but it's a much higher cover here in the uh, new middle school that they built. Well, not necessarily new anymore, but uh, new in the last 20 years, we yeah. say. Uh, but the gym is a little bit bigger than that was. That was a really tight, constrained gym. Well, that, that was a gym that was probably built in the 50s, and it was a gym that a lot of people in my generation, uh, if they played basketball in the West Branch League, that's who, that's 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 where you came to play. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of one of those gyms that it's, it's homey, all right? You know, everybody's right on top of you, so it's, uh, you know, the officials, I'm sure, heard every everybody's complaint, and, the players, uh, if they weren't focused, they could probably hear everybody talking in the stands. But but I always thought one of the challenges here in Mifflinburg is the fact that the background and the walls are white. So you have one end that is a pure white background behind the backboard, which obviously is clear. Then in the other end, where we're broadcasting from, underneath the basket where the entrance is, there's a set of stands and it's like wide open. So it's really different views when you're shooting at both baskets. Uh, uniquely well, different in, in comparison it's it's very similar to Shikalimi if you think about it except at Shikalimi you don't have the bleachers right at the end and, it's, and it is a lot far it's a lot farther back to the wall than it is at Shikalimi broken all right yeah you've got, where you've got a lot yeah. of distance uh, uh, at behind the basket to the walls and here 
yeah, one that's real close and one that's not. And yeah, I don't even know if this one has a background. I, I don't know. I didn't go out and shoot any shots before the game, Kevin. There were foul shots, but I, I really don't think there's. It doesn't look like there's much of a background shooting. Not the really. Chest. Not really. And no. that's probably why they put the uh, home bench at the other end so that this is the last that you shoot here first and then you shoot at the, the basket at, at, that has the, the better background in the second half. Well, well Tyler Regal from Mifflinburg, uh, the junior, the six-foot junior guard, really hasn't had too much trouble shooting. Had 22 in their first game, and he was the go-to guy on this Mifflinburg team. Yeah, well, he's he's back from last year, but I think he's probably one of the one of the few. They don't really have uh, what I would call uh, a big man. They've got a lot of kids that are around six foot to six one that play various positions, and uh, they had they had a really good JV team last year. And of course, there are two freshmen that that was that are up this year. They played the JV game, but they also come up and play the varsity, and they got a new coach. Yeah, and that's, Ian, that's another thing. We have we, Ian Elliott, the we, new coach. We yeah. used to see an Andre Roop here and. He's not coaching anymore. He's here for so many years. So uh, it's uh, a whole new different scheme for the kids, a whole new different probably personality as far as the coach goes, and and probably the same way with the way they play the game. Well, they, they did find, again, this is always a team that has some sort of a big guy, whether he's big wide or big tall. They always find somebody in the middle, and they have an Ethan Baumgartner, the senior, a six six center, averaging right now 14 a game and when i say averaging remember but they only played one game uh that went overtime against milton but he is one of the he could be a matchup problem for shikalami really oh definitely uh i don't see Dietrich's him. probably going to be the yeah. guy in the middle if they i don't match up. i don't see him out there kevin well i, I maybe i do see him i was right? going to say I, I think you do but <laughs> i thought i always thought he was much more of a wide body okay and uh, everybody out there is pretty slim and trim as far as that goes. So Yeah, and like I said, they, they either have, the, as you said, the tight end kind of guy uh, in the middle playing very physical, or they find somebody that's 6'6", six, 6'4", six, six, and they have a couple of these guys this year uh, that are 6'6", six, six and 6'4", six, that come in yeah. and play in the middle. One thing we know is they're not afraid to put the ball up. Uh, I mean, every Mifflinburg team in the past that I remember always has some excellent outside shooters. And uh, they, they don't, they're not afraid to, to, if they get the opening, they'll take take the shot. That's why you got to be on them all the time. And the JV game with the JV, our 32 to 39 to uh, stay undefeated at the very end with 3.6 seconds. Got a, a three-point shot off, but it was a, a little awry. It would have tied the game. Yeah. Earlier tonight, as you just mentioned, 42-39. Uh, Braves winning the tournament. Uh, over the weekend, last weekend, the JV tournament. So a good start for the junior varsity. We'll see if the varsity can keep that start and get the even money here tonight. They are one and two coming in after the home win on Tuesday afternoon against Mifflin County. From Mifflin County to Mifflinburg, we'll get Bill Ziegler's thoughts on this matchup when we return. This is Chickamauga Basketball on News Radio 1070 WKOK. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. 
and satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Community is what WNL is all about. For more than 50 years, we've relied on great people and great local businesses to support us. Glicks is one of those true community partners. For decades, WNL has chosen Glicks because we trust them. They do the job right and they do it well. Whether it's new doors or service, you should trust Glicks too. I'm Andy Long of WNL Subaru, Nissan, and Mazda, and our family is proud to recommend Glicks. It's time to play some ball. Goes to the far wing, hands it off down the lane. Elliott slam dunk, Penn State 67. This season, the Nittany Lions have their sights set on Big Ten postseason play. Cut off of the pass. Now to his left, through an opening. Now cut off for three in the lead. It's good. Basket counts and a foul. Catch every single second of the action right here on the Penn State Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back to Mifflinburg. Kevin Hur with Bill Ziegler of the Chicago Braves getting ready for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. New head coach in Ian Elliott. What do you know is different from, you know, like, like the last several years with the same head coach year in and year out? Well, Ian's been in the program for a while, and, and he's a real good guy. You know, I got to meet him when we scrimmaged him in the, in the summer and in the fall. And, uh, you know, Ian will have the boys ready to play, you know. Um, their offensive sets will be a little bit different, but it'll still be the hard-nosed uh, defense that Mifflinburg has always produced. And they always seem to have a big guy, either big guy wide or big guy tall in the middle, and Baumgartner's the tall kind at 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he, you know, he was second-team all-league last year, and uh, you know, he's back for his senior year. And uh, you know, just by watching him on film a couple times and playing against him, I'm really impressed with the way he, he has developed his you know, passing and handling the ball. So uh, you know, he's going to be a headache tonight. You know, uh, Jordan Regal has been a big part of this offense here early on, averaging about 20 points a game, actually about 22 a game. What can you do to keep him under control? You're not really going to stop him. You just want to control him. Well, you know, when the other team has a a player that can really score, your job is to, you know, let him have his average night, not his, his, his good night. And uh, we got to make sure that we try to keep them off the foul line. You know, most of their offense is going to run through those two players. So, you know, if we can keep them both under our average, then I like our chances tonight. Seven nights in, uh, four games in that seven-night span. What have you learned about this team now that the year is underway a little more in the regular season? Well, um, you know, they're, they're, they're starting to play a little bit better together. They're starting to, uh, you know, I see them hang out at, uh, with each other a little bit more. So our team camaraderie is getting here. Matter of fact, we're going up for pizza and then to Susquehanna University tomorrow to watch a game as a team. So, uh, you know, really starting to like a lot of things that or, uh, this team is doing, not only on the court, but off the court as well. You're in a stretch right now where you've had uh, three home games. Now you're on the road pretty much right through the end of the year. How does that change the way you prepare being on the road as opposed to being at home? Or does it? Well, no, it definitely does. You know, what um, makes for a longer night, that's for sure. Uh, matter of fact, a longer day. You know, home games where the, the kids are usually there from about five to nine, away games, it's you know, th- three till 10. So it's, uh, you know, we got to really reinforce the kids that when they get home, they got to get their, their schoolwork done, their food, and, and uh, you know, make sure they get some rest. Uh, you know, and some of our road games coming up are a little bit on the long side, especially, uh, you know, Montours is a little bit longer ride, and then you have Minersville after that. 
So, uh, you know, our boy, we talked to our boys to, you know, be a little responsible, and uh, I'm sure they'll do it. Bill, we'll talk to you after the game. Appreciate the time. Yep, thanks, Kevin. You're listening to Braves Basketball on News Radio 1070 WKOK. sports fans, WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland is proud to be the Susquehanna Valley's family-owned and operated Subaru dealership since 1965. So come on in now and check out and save on the all-new Subaru models. Start your adventure in a safe, reliable, and fuel-efficient ride. Amazing financing offers for well-qualified applicants. Stop by WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland or check out their deals on Facebook and at WNLSubaru.com. The Susquehanna Valley's all-wheel drive headquarters. What makes Lackawanna College a smart choice in higher education? Three words. Flexible, affordable, local. Lackawanna gives you the option of flexible schedules, online learning options, and many paths to a new career. Lackawanna is affordable. Our tuition and financial aid options make it even easier to pull your dreams within reach. Lackawanna College is local. You don't have to go to a faraway school to go far in life. Flexible, affordable, local. That's what makes Lackawanna different. Visit Lackawanna.edu today. Jack Frost has put a chill in the air and Santa is on his way. As you take time to celebrate the holidays with your family, let our family make sure you're protected from the unexpected. From all of us at Purdy Insurance, may this holiday season bring you and your families lots of love, joy, laughter, and peace. Cats will start off with junior guard, six foot uh, Tyler Regal, averaging 22 a game. He's two for two from the line so far this year. Zach Wortman, the senior, a six-two forward, averaging seven a game. Ethan Baumgartner, we talked about him, the six-six center. He's a senior, averaging 14 a game. Carter Breed, he is a forward, six-two senior, averaging two a game. And Aaron Baum a six-foot guard averaging four points a game. They will bring a couple of freshmen off the bench as well and uh, will get a little bit younger as we'll see Martin and Griffith along with Reeder checking in from time to time as well for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. For the Shikolami Braves tonight, it'll be Ryan Williams averaging 10 points a game, leading the team in steals and points off turnovers for the 5'11 guard. Cam Leonard of the 5'11 guard, averaging 10 points a game. He is one for three from the line this year and is third on the team in rebounds. Asher Moyer, the 6'1 sophomore forward. Moyer averaging two points a game, two for six from the free throw line this year. Xavier Fashaw, the uh, guard. Fashaw, a 5'9 sophomore. Averaging eight points a game and has made both of his attempts from the free throw line early this year. Mason Dietrich, the six foot senior guard. Dietrich leading the team from the line at 72%. Also second on the team in rebounds with 12. 
and he is first on the team in assists at seven, leads the team at 13 points per game. That's your starting lineups. Once again, it is Williams, Leonard, Moyer, Fashaw, and Dietrich. And for Mifflinburg, it'll be Regal, Wortman, Baumgartner, and Bowling. When we return, the opening tip between Chickalami and Mifflinburg. News Radio 1070 WKOK, and on the Sunday Broadcasting Corporation app. You can sell your car to just about anyone, but when you sell your car to Platinum Central Pennsylvania, you always get top dollar. Platinum Central Pennsylvania has partnered with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, and they now have six Kelly Blue Book authorized buy centers in the mid-state region. So whether you live in the Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, Lancaster, Sealands Grove, and now Hershey areas, you'll find that Platinum Central Pennsylvania has a place for you. Visit online at creditpa.com. At Platinum Central Pennsylvania, they're proud to say, we get you done. Once again, the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, the Daily Item, and the stations of Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation are honoring area high school seniors as outstanding young Americans. These students have excelled in many areas in both the classroom and their communities. Congratulations to Lewisburg Area High School's Timothy Coughlin, Dylan Zeckman of Shikalemi High School, Lorna Olds of Midwest High School, and Mifflinburg High School's Delaney Krauss. The Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce Daily Item and the stations of Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation would also like to mention these students who, like the group just named, have been lauded as outstanding young Americans. Line Mountain High School senior Cassie Marie Loudenschlager, Sun Area Technical Institute's Benjamin V. Malhorn, and Seals Grove High School senior Elena Davis. Here's a sincere wish for all the best in the future from the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, the Daily Item, and the stations of Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation, including WKOK. Tonight has moved to WKOK. They set up as an afternoon patch for this afternoon, but they moved it. Uh, Lewisburg decided to make it a night match. So Steve Williams is on WKOK.com tonight with wrestling. WKOK. It's Shikalami Braves basketball. The Braves in their road navy blue uniforms, white trim, maroon numerals, maroon trim, and white lettering for the first time this season. Mifflinburg will be in their home whites with blue numerals and trim as the home standing team tonight. Gave you the starting lineups moments ago of Williams, Leonard, Moyer, Fashaw, and Dietrich. Brady Wilson will come in off the bench. Wilson right now leading the team in rebounding with 14. Dietrich and Moyer both with 12 this year uh, at this point. A second on the team in rebounding. I would imagine Dietrich is tonight with the 6'6", Ethan Baumgartner, Chief. He's usually the person that Bill's been putting man. Although I've really been in as play. Brady doesn't give much up as far as, uh, as, far as physicality inside. He's not as tall as most big guys. That's how to use his body. Smart basketball player. I would imagine that they're going to give uh, Mason another one of those uh, tough jobs. Bird Wildcats being introduced as we speak. Just wrapping that up. 
Both teams have made their appearances now out on the court. The starter's ready to go. Dietrich and Baumgartner at the center circle to match up here as we see things and call things facing the scorer's table here. And Mifflinburg will end up attacking the basket to the right. We'll have the basket. And both uh, Dietrich and Baumgartner have now made their appearance at the center circle, which is a big wildcat head. And looks like Mason's top of his head comes to Brumgardner's. <laughs> kind of like it's been most of the year. <laughs> exactly. Nothing new for us, folks. We're used to it. And, uh, I'm sure Mason is, too. All right, whistles in, and here we go. Terry Conrad, one of our officials today, puts it up in the air, and we're underway. Braves will have it, attacking the basket to the left. It'll be Williams on the basketball right now, going to the near wing. They'll find Dietrich in the corner. Dietrich runs in, forces one up, no good. Has it for a second on the rebound, and then lost it out of bounds. Mifflinburg basketball. Oh, Mason doing what Bill wants, or Coach Ziegler wants him to do, take it to the hoop. He's just a little bit to the off on the right on that, almost got his own rebound, but then in there with a bunch of knocked off of his leg. Braves tried to trap there, and then the ball goes through between the legs of Moyer. Inside, they'll give it off now to Workman, who puts it up and in. Boy, that was good defense for a little bit, but a great recovery by Mifflinburg to get the 2-0 lead. Here comes Leonard with a no-look pass inside to Dietrich. The bunny missed it, in and out. Rebound by Bolick. Bolick will bring it back with 7-10 to go in a two-point lead. Baumgartner now working his way into the baseline. He finds number 11, Breed, trailing. Missed an easy one there. Leonard gets it, finds Williams up the far side. Williams works in, gives it back to Leonard on the far wing, and now they'll slow things down and run an offense. You're not going to see a lot of people standing around on the transition game, Kevin. Mifflinburg is no. going to push it, so will Shikalemi. Williams tries to dribble between two, loses a handle on the ball, gets it back. Fashaw out on the near wing. Fashaw now drifting between the circles. Shikalemi looking for the first points of the game. He takes a long two-footer off balance, missed the shot. Rebound picked up by Regal. Regal will bring it back. Works his way in, tipped out by Williams. Williams can't make the steal on the sideline. It will be out off of Bill Ziegler's foot. Yeah, but he doesn't count. <laughs> it went off of uh, Ryan Williams' foot before it went off of Ziegler's foot. It'll be Mifflinburg basketball either way. And now getting the ball is Breed. Breed will come to the baseline on Leonard. Put one off the window. No good. Tipped out of bounds. It'll be Shikolami basketball. Well, Carter Breed was injured during the football season, I think, in the first game. Came back. A little bit later on, one of the best uh, defensive uh, backs that uh, that Mifflinburg's had in years. Just a terrific athlete. And uh, he looks like he's pretty comfortable on the court, too, Kevin. A little bit, yeah. Dietrich with the basketball. He'll find Williams down. Braves down by two with two minutes gone by. Three-pointer by Fashoff from the top. No good. And a quick rebound and an outlet to Regal. Regal now will find Baumgartner. Baumgartner underneath the basket. He finds the man trailing in Breed, and Breed gets it and goes to the line. One of the things that Mifflinburg does so well is they, they, you get, they get the ball in the paint or they get the ball between the basket and the end line. 
they always bring somebody from the outside in, and this is the second time it's happened. The first time, they did not make the shot. This time, Breed came in and made the shot and got fouled by Mason Dietrich. So he's on the line, and he does make the three-point play go. He does indeed, and he is now one for two on the season from the line. Braves still looking for their first points. Mifflinburg leading it five to nothing. Leonard with the basketball on the outside. Man-to-man defense for Mifflinburg. Leonard works his way to the left. Got pushed way out for that shot. Had no chance. Rebound by Baumgartner. Baumgartner brings it up. He'll find the lane. Now to the baseline. All the way to the far corner in the hands of Bullock. Bullock fires a three. Missed it. Leonard with a rebound. Leonard bringing it back down to in the corner to Williams. Williams puts it on the baseline, drives in, loses a handle, gets it back. 5-12 to go first period. Shikolami looking for their first points. They'll send it in to Moyer in the low box. He head fakes. Now he goes right back up again and put it in. Nice job by Asher. Used his body to keep to keep uh, Baumgartner from getting close so he could block the shot. Nice little left-handed uh peep shot inside just over the rim Braves go to the 2-2-1 and try to trap and they created a travel on Bullock Bullock traveled because he tried to stay away from the half court violation and the out of bounds I think he did step out of bounds unless unless Brian Zimmerman the official was saying here's where you have the ball oh he did signal for the walk yeah. the travel 5 under 440 to go and a whistle out front got a foul yeah this one uh, looks like it's going to be a reaching foul on Baumgartner, and that is not a foul that i'm sure coach elliott wants as it was way out front that'll be his first and the team's first 438 to go she's be down by three williams with the basketball now on the inbounds he'll bounce it to dietrich who's flashing in off the window and in Wait. Mason has that ability to hang in the air a little bit and adjust his shot to get it over Baumgartner. But what a nice pass by Ryan Williams to get it to him. And there's a foul on Cam Leonard. Yeah, Leonard bumps Regal, and that will be foul number two on the Braves, his first. But the Braves now, after after uh, Mifflinburg jumped out to a 5-0 run, it's now a 4-0 Shikalimi run. Regal with the basketball and a one-point deficit. And an offensive foul for a clear out. And we got we got something and then else. There's That's, another whistle. Yeah. Offensive foul. That's the on first Regal, whistle. And it looks like it could be a bench foul. I believe it is. It is a. And so that's a that, that there's they'll be shooting that's that second foul. That's a shooting second foul. Yep. Uh, it's not a technical. Are you sure? You don't, I didn't see the teeth yeah, but you don't pull people off the court and shoot a foul shot unless it's a technical. Well, and that's both, true. Both fouls are on Tyler Regal. He got the technical. Oh, he got he okay. He got yeah. the technical. All he right. got the technical. Cam Leonard misses the first of the two shots for the technical fouls, and, and makes the second. So yeah, I thought it was the way the signal went. It was on the coach, but then right. I saw Coach Elliott still standing, so I knew that couldn't have been the case. So the Braves will get the ball back now, tied at five with 4.17 remaining after the foul and the technical. That's a quick way to pick up two fouls, Kevin. Yeah, it sure is. And not a good way at all. Boyer all alone under the basket. Let's everybody else go up. And then Leonard for three comes up a little short. 
Moyer gets the rebound, loses it, goes to the floor, lost it again, fight for the ball. Williams has it now. He'll come around. He'll find Leonard on the wing. Leonard now into the paint, drives in, has his shot blocked. Blocked out of the way by Breed. And the feed inside. They try to get it to Baumgartner. If Asher Moyer could have seen what was going on around him when he got that first pass, he would have went right up with the shot. But that's what a six foot six presence does. You don't know where he's at, okay? And, <laughs> you and just Ash, know he's over Ash, you. <laughs> Asher did not know where he was at, so he didn't take the shot. He would have made it or had, had it easily if, if he would have taken it first. There's a well short three pointer, but there for the putback was Bullock. Bullock, yeah. Yeah, Aaron Bullock, one of the guards, did a nice job of just, you know, getting a nice offensive board. You got to box everybody out, they're going to bring everybody to the boards. And when you bring the guards, that helps you out a lot. There's a nice pass. And Williams, who just checked into the game at the last stoppage, gets a two right away. And it's 7-all with 3.15 that, to go for That was period. Brady Wilson. Or Wilson, rather. It was the Williams. assist from Ryan Williams. Now out to the wing. They'll give it off to Baumgartner. They'll send it inside. Working there is Workman. They'll fire up a long two and good a box out by Brady. Yep, Brady Wilson with a great rebound again. Told you he plays well inside, Kevin. He's got he's not he's not a not, not a great big kid, but he's wide enough to take up a lot of space. Bounce pass inside to Moyer, missed the shot. A half pass, I guess, to Dietrich in the low box, and he put it up and in. Yeah, and Mason never came down. No. That ball came off the rim or off the off of Williams' hands, and he just kind of double clutched and got it. Wortman sends it to the corner to Griffith, comes up short. Wortman gets it back and is fouled by Wilson. No, I think I think they're going to call the number three. Oh, no, you're right. It's going to be on Williams. They're going to call it on Ryan Williams. His first team third. Chickalemi up 9-7 with 2.27 left as Castillo checks into the game for Chickalemi and Reeder. That's Chuck Reeder. Chuck Reeder. His dad told me he likes to be called Chuck. So we'll or call Charles, him Char- Charles or Chuck. Charles right. is acceptable as well. Griffith with the basketball comes from a big basketball family and he travels. Mom was a hugely successful oh coach she, here at Mifflinburg. She had an awesome, awesome, and of course she had she had two uh, twin daughters, sisters. twin daughters yep. that uh, that were great for Mifflinburg a couple of years ago, and a brother last year. And I was going to say an older yeah. brother that played very well last yeah. year. There's a block. Williams comes up with the loose ball after the block. Now he's in trouble. He's trying to fight through it and stealing it away, muscling it away is Bolick. Bolick now will lob it out, and he will find number 15, Chuck Reeder, for two. Yeah, Chuck he did, did a nice job of running, but what a nice pass to get it to him. Chuck never put it on the floor, made the shot. Williams, Williams, top of the key three, and he hits the first three of the game for the Braves and makes it 12-9 with a minute 35 to go, and the Braves continue to put pressure on the inbound. They break the press. Baumgartner jump stop in the paint, lobs it inside, but he can't get it to Breed. Breed tried to one-hand it, lost it out of bounds. You know, Ryan Williams, that's his first points, the three-pointer, but he's been involved in three other baskets with passes for assists. So you can say he's been involved with nine of the 12 points. He's had a part in it. He has a, had a part in it. There comes Leonard off the left wing, near wing. Now Williams gets it, loses it, gets it back. Minute five to go, top of the key three. That one off the right side. 
Good rebound, box out by Baumgartner. He'll lob it inside, looking for Griffith. Griffith goes up and draws the foul and will go to the line. Jackson Griffith, a freshman, getting some varsity time. If I'm not mistaken, I think Mifflinburg likes to go eight on eight deep. That'll be team foul number four, Williams second, and send Griffith to the line to shoot. Uh, Griffith had five points in their opening game against Milton. That one, no good. That was his first trip to the line. Checking in is Zach Workman, the senior. I'm surprised that Ryan Williams is still in there with two fouls, but we all know what happens when Ryan doesn't run the point. They struggled. They do struggle. In that second game against Hughesville, by the way, a uh, lane violation against Mifflinburg waved the shot off. Baumgartner stepped in before the shot left uh, Griffith's hand, so no basket. I mean, it's an effective box out. Not legal, but effective. It gets you to the hoop before anybody else is there. (laughs) Under a minute to go as the Braves have the ball with a 12-9 lead here at Mifflinburg. Williams with the basketball, playing with two fouls here early on. Letter between the circles, bounces it to Wilson. Wilson comes around to the wing, loses it. Oh, actually, he kind of dished it off there to Leonard. Leonard now finds the lane, drives in on the left side, left hand right in. 14-9, Shikalimi leading it with 30 to go in the first. Jim with a nice touch, just hit the back of the basket and just rolled in. Mifflinburg now deciding who's going to get the ball. It's Wortman. They fake a three, then drive in with Bullock. Bullock shot's no good. Tip out by Leonard. Controlled by Williams on the loose ball. Williams with 14. Drives all the way in. Jump stop. Lost it out of bounds yeah. and travels. That's when you take that hop and pick up your dribble and even if you shoot, it's a rock. Yep. You got to get rid of it before the feet hit the floor. Yeah. Randy Castile's in, Kevin. He yep. he's actually came up with that last loose ball and got it out to Williams then. Fashion Williams out. Dietrich and uh, Bruno in the game now for Shikalami. 14-9 uh, left. Johnny L. had a pretty good JV game tonight, Kevin. 14-9, just five seconds remaining. Mifflinburg hasn't looked at the clock. They have one. They have to fire up a three by Griffith. No good. Had to force a three and didn't make it. At the end of one, it is Shikolami 14, Midlandburg 9. This is Shikolami Basketball on News Radio 1070 WKOK. You can sell your car to just about anyone, but when you sell your car to Platinum Central Pennsylvania, you always get top dollar. Platinum Central Pennsylvania has partnered with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, and they now have six Kelly Blue Book authorized buy centers in the mid-state region. So whether you live in the Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, Lancaster, Sealands Grove, and now Hershey areas, you'll find that Platinum Central Pennsylvania has a place for you. Visit online at creditpa.com. At Platinum Central Pennsylvania, they're proud to say, we get you done. the second period of play here at the Mifflinburg Middle School. Kevin Hur along with the Chief Dave Ritchie, Shikolami Braves basketball here on WKOK on WKOK.com tonight. Steve Williams with the Braves wrestling team 
uh, for another dual meet, trying to make it two in a row after a big come-from-behind win the other night at one, State College. One-point win. I think it was like 37-36 or 36-35. That was a dandy, Brooks. Yeah. Regal inside now finds Baumgartner. They'll send it back out to the top of the key to Bolick. Bolick now dishes it off to Breed, whose shot is no good. Foul's going to be on Aaron Bolick. Yep. Foul on the way back. Well, Kevin, we've talked about Terry Conrad, the former oh, Bloomsburg wow. guard and Bucknell assistant coach, and we talked about Brian Zimmerman. Well, Gary Diderio is our third official. Gary sporting a goatee this year. All right, so he always has. He had one last year. I don't I know. Maybe it's the hairdo. Maybe the hair's a little different. <laughs> we got three pretty, pretty good officials. Tonight, There's veteran. Folks. That's veteran officials yes, right it there. Is. Williams now with a jumper. That one, or Wilson rather, with a jumper. No good. Rebound picked up and brought back the other way by Bolick. Bolick now works his way on Williams and a good steal by Moyer who came from Asher, behind. Yep, nice job. He just, you know, you. Usually big guys don't try to do that, but Asher's got the speed to get up and get at him. Leonard forcing one in the paint. Nothing there. All workmen on that. Loose ball picked up by Bolig on the feed. Bolig fakes one way, takes Moyer off his feet, comes back the other for two. That's a great move by Aaron Bolig, yeah. You know, just got everybody going one way and up in the air, and he just spun around and an easy shot from the right-hand side. 14-11, Shikolami with a three-point lead. That three-pointer from Williams right now looming big. Moyer works his way in, tried to draw the foul, threw one up, no good. Leonard with it underneath, got tied up, and a held ball as Bolick does a great job of getting that call. He's shickling his ball. Yep. <sighs> they have the possession arrow. Yes. That's, um, the, afford- uh, that's the uh, yeah. positive side of it. Asher made a nice spin move, but he just kind of threw that ball. There's the lob in for Dietrich. Back now to Bruno. Quickly gets it outside the arc. Guarded there by Regal in the man-to-man. They'll find Wilson, who double dribbles. Nobody ever makes a mistake. Do you ever notice that? Well, and, you know, every time there's a call against, you know, it doesn't matter. And I do the same thing if I'm there. What do you mean I double dribble? <laughs> what do you mean I walked? What do you mean I fouled? All right. <laughs> you never get that. <laughs> you know, uh, Xavier you pro- Fashaw back in the you, game for the Braves. You probably don't remember. You used to have to put your hand up when they called you on yes. a foul. And if you didn't put yes, your hand I up, do. they called a technical foul right? on you. I miss those days. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Driving in now is bowling, and bowling will lose it out of bounds. Good defense by Shikolimi. You know, the other thing is, about five years ago, they called every double dribble to travel. Now we're back to double dribble yeah. again. There's a good tip out by Moyer in front of the student section that are all construction well, workers tonight. Yeah, they look pretty good. Some of them yeah, are dressed I'll tell you what. I was going to tell, let's say some of them really went all out on this one. Uh, we're talking like blast shield for uh, welder and everything. Baumgartner with the basketball now with 6.20 to go here in the half. He's going to spin to the inside of Wilson, take the jumper right in front of the bucket and get it. You just can't stop that shot, Kevin. I mean, if he's if he has that four-foot touch, you're not going to stop it at all. Dietrich, top of the key, three, just missed that one. Hits the support strap and will be out of play. Well, Mifflinburg now has uh, outscored the Braves 4 nothing here at the beginning of the second quarter to get within one at 14-13. Now Mifflinburg started the scoring on a 5-0 run. There's a nice feed on the backdoor move by Wortman, and Wortman has given Mifflinburg the lead by one. Yeah, you know, you got to – that's one thing that Mifflinburg does very well. They just – they'll just, you know, shoot somebody in the bucket 
and uh, catch people off guard. That's what they did with the Braves. Fashaw off-balance shot off the left. No good. We'll make that Moyer on the rebound on the far side of the basket. Williams with it now attacking the basket to the left. Bounces it into Moyer and a whistle and a timeout by Shikalimi with 5.31 remaining here in the half and a 15-14 Mifflinburg lead. This will be the Braves' first timeout. It'll be a 30-second timeout. Kevin, that was a really nice uh, pick and roll there between Asher Moyer and Ryan Williams. Uh, you know, as what Asher's got to do, and I'm not I'm not trying to be a coach here, but once you get the ball, just shoot it. Go up with it. If it gets blocked, so what, all right? But just go up and force the issue instead of doing a head fake and, and, and going from left to right. Just put that time the guy's going to foul you. I, I just want to say you are okay, you are absolutely allowed to do this because you were a good player, pretty good player, actually. You were a coach as well, so you're allowed to do that. All right. It's acceptable. Okay. I, Which is you. why we give you the headset 26 years ago. Okay. I got you. <laughs> Fast on with the basketball. Xavier will have it. Give it off to uh, Mal to Dietrich. Like that. You go, Dietrich, just go. Yep. Yep. Dietrich put it up hard there, missed it, bounced around. He got rejected by the rim that time but, on the putback, and it went out of bounds. Well, you just keep going at it, and eventually it's gonna get, you're going to get the shot to go in. And Shikalimi will get the ball on the inbound, and that might have been a foul, but no whistle there as Bullock got it, drives in, traveled anyway. I think he got hit in the eye, Kevin. I think that's Bullock or Fashaw? Fashaw got hit. Yeah, he's blinking well, a little bit. After Bullock walked, it's a good thing he did because Brady Williams was Wilson was about ready to ride him like a Bronco, <laughs> all right? And it would have been a foul, but the, but the uh, walk occurred before that. So it's a Braves ball again. Mifflinburg up 15-14. One-point lead for the Wildcats. Shikalimi with the basketball. Williams now with a three. That's his only points of the game. Gives it off. Dietrich bounces it into Wilson. Wilson with a 12-footer, not high enough, hit the rim. Loose ball picked up by Bowling. Bowling now has that stolen away on the long pass. Intended for Regal, finds Williams. Williams spins to the inside, gives it to Leonard. Leonard works around the left, fades away, got it to go. Tough shot by Cam in there amongst the trees, and then he uh, just did a nice job of getting that up. That's five for Leonard now in a 16-15 Shikalami lead with 4.20 remaining here in the half. To the near side, setting up for three is Regal. Takes the three over Williams. Missed everything. I, I think Ryan got a little bit of a piece of that one, Kevin. Leonard picks go. it up, gives it to Moyer, gets it back, puts it up and in and goes to the line. I love when you pass the ball to the guy that passed you when you're going on the break because most of the time he just left his guy in the dust after he passed the ball to you. And Leonard with the nice layup. I didn't see who the foul was on, though. Uh, no, it's on number two. Yeah, I was going to say the foul's on Zach Wortman. That's his first foul. So checking in now is Breed. Also coming in is Chad Martin now. And Will uh, Wilson will come out for Shikalami. And Logan McAllister will come in. Cam Leonard to the line. One for three on the season so far. Boy, Logan had a great JV game, Kevin. Fantastic. Missed it. And he, and he, got, he got, got a the great rebound. rebound. Leonard gets the ball back after McAllister saves it. 
Logan with a great big rebound. Williams says, okay, I'll take the three if you're going to give it. And he did. Yeah, I was wondering, Brian, nobody's coming out on you. You're pretty good from that from that spot. That's the second one he's made from there. He's just, got six. Just on the near side of center on the near wing. Driving in, firing one up is Regal. No good. Re- good rebound Williams. Great Williams with out. a three on two. Finds Moyer. Moyer goes up too hard. Dietrich backside rebound. Dietrich works his way underneath. Comes back from behind the bucket and puts it up and in. And a Mifflinburg timeout. I love the tenacity of Mason Dietrich when he's under the basket. He's so, everything doesn't seem to bother him when you watch him. He's so laid back, calm as it can be. But once he gets under the basket, it's like a madman. We, a demon under the boards, we're going to call him. And, at, you know, giving up that much height, he just keeps hammering, hammering, hammering away. And somehow he spins around and gets the ball in. Shikalami leading at 23-15 here in the second. Let's pause for station identification. This is Shikalami Sports Talk, where your voice counts. The Steve Jones Show, weekdays from 3 to 5 on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and online at WKOK.com. 30 second timeout charge to Mifflinburg after that big three pointer and then the big shot by Dietrich, who was under the basket, backed up and put it right up and right around the rim and through. Mifflinburg with the basketball now with 3.20 remaining here in the second. And they tried to get it to Baumgartner, and Baumgartner couldn't hang on to it out of bounds. Well, Logan McAllister, if I'm going to talk about the most improved big man in our program from last year to this year, he gets my vote, I'm telling you. Just need him to grow a couple of more inches. Uh, I, I don't think he's, he's going to get any two. taller. I don't think he's going to get any taller, but he's, you know, he does a nice job, uses his body, goes to the basket. He's going to the basket now, then finds Williams on the near corner. Williams now will give it to Moyer. Back to Logan. Logan now between the circles inside. Now they'll weave it in the paint. Find Dietrich on the top of the key. Dietrich drives in, pushes it out. Leonard wing three. Nope. Just a little bit short. Good rebound on the backside for Mifflinburg's Chuck Reeder. That's the longest set I've seen the Braves run in a long time, Kevin. Reeder, far wing three. No good. Underneath, Baumgartner puts it back up and draws the foul with 2.33 to go and a 23-15 lead here in the second for Chickalemi. I know Cam Leonard's going to get called for that foul, but it was a pretty good foul because now Baumgartner's going to have to earn it from the line, even though that's Cam's second foul. Team foul number five, and that will send Baumgartner to the line. And I don't believe he got to the line the other night against Milton. And he missed the first one. Now, Wilson will come back in for Dietrich. Fashaw coming in for Williams. And Martin will come out and Bullock will come back in. That gives you the changes all the way around for both teams. Second one from the right-hander. That one flops off the rim and in. 23-16, 2 remaining as Logan McAllister gets it in the paint. Sends it out on the far wing now to Leonard. Fashaw with it. Williams ready to check back in at the next stoppage. Fashaw now starts on the dribble. Hands it off to McAllister. Logan travel. Just slid a little bit. Continuation, Kevin. You just, you know, take that last dribble, put the put plant that left foot and go up with the shot. McAllister, McAllister though, I, I've, I've watched him in the junior varsity game. Logan went to the hoop many times and was successful. 
Asher Boyer coming out of the game now as Williams comes back in. They'll get it inside to Baumgartner. Baumgartner goes deep, too deep, has to kick it back out to Regal. Regal the baseline, now finds Baumgartner, and he traveled on, though, a foul on the way. Oh, they called. No, they I, call, think he, I think they had to reverse. travel first. They had to travel yeah. first, and uh, the officials looked at each other, and that's a good call. Yeah. He did walk he, before he, traveled he got fouled. First. Yep. 23-16 with 157 to go here in the half. Shikolami with the basketball, but they have not scored in the last two minutes. You know, Biffleberg only scored one. Or Kevin, you have no idea what those two minutes that McAllister gave the Braves there did for him. Here comes Dietrich. Dietrich with the lane goes up, can't get it to drop in. Gets the rebound. Baumgartner on the backside. He'll come all the way in. Steph, now he's in trouble. Dietrich steals it away. And a foul. And a foul. That's going to be on Baumgartner. You know, I'm going to say the thing, same thing to the Ethan. You just go up with it. You're six foot six. You're in there. Don't don't hesitate. Get the ball up off the rim and then go from there. Nobody's going to block you. Nope. Wortman coming back into the game now for Mifflinburg. He'll check in for Baumgartner. Boy, that, picked up his. Is that a second foul? Yeah, yeah. that's his second. That last uh, Mason Dietrich shot, I thought was going to go. That was <laughs> that was a pretty. It's a left-handed layup, and he he should have made it. Okay, I'll just say that much. Bounce pass to the near wing. That's where Dietrich is. Dietrich at the foul line now finds Williams. Williams underneath. Gets to Leonard. Leonard in trouble. Leonard works his way around. Can't get it to go. A little short. Rebound by Workman. Mifflinburg with another opportunity. It's been a dry spell for both teams right now, Kevin. Regal sends it inside. He'll give it off to Workman. Workman gets the bucket and goes to the line. Kevin, did you ever hear anybody talk about a man sealing his man off away from the ball that's exactly what Wortman did to the guy that was defending and it would have been Mason Dietrich as Mason picks up his second foul and there's no way you're going to get around him he had the inside position and made the layup after a great pass trying to finish off the three-point play can't do it Cam Leonard boxes the shooter out gets the basketball with under a minute to go Shikolami up 23-18 Rays now can run some time off the clock if they choose to but instead, Williams decides the three from the top of the key, and really not a good shot for him, and it goes out of bounds. Mifflinburg now with an opportunity with 47.2 to go. Yeah, he missed to the left. That usually doesn't happen. Yeah. Usually if he's going to be short, he's going to be long on it, mostly long. Here comes Regal bringing it up. The far wing gives it the bowling. They'll find him at the center now and hand it off to Breed. Now the weave out front. Here comes a three from Regal. No good. Big rebound Whoa, by Workman, yeah. who ends up traveling as he fell. Now, you know, that's, that's, I'll tell you what. If I were Coach Ziegler, I would take Brady out of the game. You don't, you know, you just don't, your guy falls down on the ground. You don't get in his face and laugh at him, all right? Teacher comes yeah. out right now, and coming in is going to be, Number 12 for the Braves, Randy Castillo. 24.9 remaining and a 23-18 Shikolami lead. Williams slowly bringing it up, guarded there by Regal. Comes to the near side, gets to the half-court line, gets around Regal, finds a lane, takes a pass, rolls it off the right hand from the left side, and basket. Pushing it up is Regal with two. He's going to take a deep three. Rimmed it out. No good. 
at the end of the first half of play. It is Chickalini 25, Mifflinburg 18. This is Chickalini basketball. Sportsmen, join us at Martz's Gap View Hunting Preserve. Located 15 miles south of Sunbury, Martz's has 1,200 acres of upland game bird hunting habitat and has been an excellent place to enjoy an outdoor family experience since 1957. Martz's also offers continental shoots, sporting clays, wobble trap, and lodging. We thank our veterans for their sacrifices for the greatest country on the planet with special events. Visit us online at martz's.com. Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram on Route 61 in Sunbury has always put the customer first. Because of the great support from all over the valley, Zimmerman's is well into their second century of serving their customers. Bob Zimmerman and his staff always do their best to break the stereotype. That pressured, uneasy feeling that you felt while buying your last vehicle doesn't exist at Zimmerman's. Zimmerman's is the full-service dealership you want. Jack Frost has put a chill in the air and Santa is on his way. As you take time to celebrate the holidays with your family, let our family make sure you're protected from the unexpected. From all of us at Purdy Insurance, may this holiday season bring you and your families lots of love, joy, laughter, and peace. Halftime here in Mifflinburg, where Shikolami leads Mifflinburg by a score of 25-18. A couple of scoring drafts for both these teams midway through the second period. Uh, But then uh, some, you know, physical play underneath. Braves got the uh, advantage of a couple of key calls, key travels. Not that they were wrong calls. They 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 got the advantage of those calls at the right time and were able to put a couple of points on the board right before a half. Some of the things that Braves have done well is they've gotten back in the transition game when Mifflinburg had the ball and, and they stopped them from getting easy layups. And they've been intercepting, or I should say, getting uh, getting in the road of people. And uh, that's what happens sometimes. You just, you know, you get flush, frustrated and you end up walking. I'll tell you what, Tyler Regal is going to see ryan williams in his sleep tonight <laughs> because look at this 22 all right yeah zippo not, not a single and point. that's very, very unusual good guard and, and i haven't seen him shoot it a ton well either. he just took the last shot he took two yeah all right but ryan's been all over him he's been uh like a glove on a hand with him and just uh just smothered him a lot of times uh, on the other hand, if you look at the scoring, uh, Zach Wortman has six. He leads the, the Wildcats with scoring. And uh, Aaron Bullock with four. And Char- Chuck Reeder with two. Chuck Carter Breed with three. And uh, Ethan Baumgartner, here's another one. The big six-foot-six guy has three. So yep. the Braves have done a good job. He started that out really, really slow that period. Then the Ryan Williams three kind of opened the scoring up. It was 5 nothing Mifflinburg yeah. before Shiklamy. Got 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 it on the scoreboard. The Braves have a couple of guys having good nights. Uh, you know, Ryan Williams with with those two three point shots has 
eight, and Cam Leonard's got. I have him with. Uh, I have him with seven. They had. I think they had the wrong numbers up there. They gave the one three-point shot that Williams made. I think they gave it to Cam Leonard. They said he had ten, but I think I'm official here. I think I got that one right. Uh, Mason Dietrich working hard, and Brady Wilson and Asher Moyer with two apiece. So uh, Braves getting a lot, of, a lot of good scoring, and I can't. I thought I thought Logan McAllister came in and gave all the big guys a little bit of a break, and he did a good job. Okay, playing underneath. Well, there's a lot more uh, sports coming up here in the month of December on WKOK. If you go to WKOK.com, you can visit the scoreboard, at, or uh, the uh, score page, rather, uh, where uh, the WKOK sports schedule is listed, and you'll be able to see everything coming up, including Penn State basketball tomorrow 11.30 is the start time, tip-off at noon on the road at Illinois. Then we're back in action on WKOK 1070 AM on Tuesday at Montoursville while the Braves are wrestling Montgomery on WKOK.com on Tuesday night with Steve Williams. So we'll have another double broadcast like tonight. Braves wrestling team uh, on the road taking on Lewisburg on WKOK.com tonight. So find the full schedule online at WKOK.com. Click on WKOK Sports Schedule. And also congratulations to the Southern Columbia Tigers. They have won yet another state championship, and they did it in uh, pretty big fashion, 37-22 against undefeated Westinghouse from the Pittsburgh area. And again, uh, congratulations to the Southern Columbia Tigers on that double-A state championship. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I I know Westinghouse is a uh, is a private school, but I didn't realize they've been there a hundred years. I think they said it was quite a long. Wow. And they're not a big school, and they're in, in Pittsburgh. And I, and it's amazing. They were the, only the second team from that Pittsburgh, inner Pittsburgh area to get to the, uh, to get to the finals. All right, I, I forget who the other one was, uh, a couple years ago, but it was a it was a. I'm telling you what, Kevin. There were so many good hits defensive-wise in that game that anybody that's into that stuff, all right, could have their fill. They would have had an overdose on it. Two solid teams that tackle and block well and run hard and went at each other. It was, it was amazing. Well, I will say this. Jim Roth, we know the history he's had there and has, has done a great job. I think this might be his best one in a long time for what the injuries they had, the season they had, all the talk about, oh, my gosh, Southern, well, it proved one simple thing. As long as you're playing well in November, it leads to a chance to play in December. Exactly. <laughs> Here at the half, where we're trying to play into March, it's 25-18, Shikolami leading Mifflinburg on WKOK. Sportsmen, join us at Martz's Gap View Hunting Preserve. Located 15 miles south of Sunbury, Martz's has 1,200 acres of upland game bird hunting habitat and has been an excellent place to enjoy an outdoor family experience since 1957. Martz's also offers continental shoots, sporting clays, wobble trap, and lodging. We thank our veterans for their sacrifices for the greatest country on the planet with special events. Visit us online at martz's.com.
Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Listen, I, I already got a, uh, a tip from my daughter about uh, what to get my oldest grandson, all right? So that's one more thing out of the road. This Sunday, don't yeah, we? Yeah, so. you, you, you do realize that, that time is, is now ticking away. So uh, what have you gotten, Rebecca? We're decided not to give gifts this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. I know. The problem is... <laughs> Do I remember where I put it? That's the oh real issue. That I've something? done that more often than you can possibly do, imagine. Do you remember in Christmas vacation when he goes yes. up in the attic and he puts one yes. in and he pulls one out? The for Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yeah. You know, that happens at our house all the time. Yeah, mine wasn't for Mother's Day. Mine comes out and I, and I put it in a spot in my closet. And then I go to that spot rarely. So I know <laughs> she'll never go there. And then I go. And then about a month into, you know, about into January, mid-month, I'm like, Oh, I forgot to give you this. Merry yeah, Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, now, my see, gosh. Daniel's birthday is in uh, February. Right. So if I do that to his stuff, it just becomes a birthday present, and I'm, I'm good to go. I got you. One year I did that. He goes, you got this for Christmas, didn't you? I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> see, oh. this was supposed to be a Christmas present, wasn't it? I'm like, yeah, it was. <laughs> Well, but then again, you were supposed to come early so I could have the tax deduction, and you didn't. Yeah, that's right. I remember we were talking about that. But, you well, know, so you know, you said, you know, if if he's born before January first, yeah, I can claim him for the whole year. Well, and we were at the old Mifflinburg gym about three, maybe a week before he was born. And I remember saying to you, I said, if she goes into labor, this game's yours, buddy. I know you told me that. I remember. <laughs> Well, now we got a game to call, so yep. we have to do enough with our personal lives, all right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Now back to the game where Shikolami leads at 25-18. Mifflinburg attacking the basket to our left. They're coming out now with Regal, Wortman, Baumgartner, Breed, and Bowling. And driving in is going to be Breed, and he'll get the bucket. So Mifflinburg on the board early. Yeah, strong dribble. Driving in now, giving that to Asher Moyer is Williams, and he answers back with Williams, Leonard, Moyer, Fashaw, and Dietrich. See, ha- see how he went up right away? Get up there before anybody can try to block your shot. Nice pass by Williams again. Lead back to five. Now the give inside. Spinning is Bolick. Bolick shot no good. Williams comes up with the loose ball. And will outlet to Fashaw who will bring it up. That Actually, was, that, was that was Moyer. Asher Moyer that was picked Moyer up that picked it up. Board, yeah. Yep. Williams now at the foul line. Williams will find Fashaw, top of the key. Three, got it. 30, 20, second three of the ball game. This one from the X Factor. Well, Xavier's been uh, been wanting to get one off and put it in. That time it worked. His first three of the game, his first points of the game. 
Bolden gets it back now after giving it away. Now he sends it to Workman. Workman works his way in, finds Bumgarner on the other side, and trailed it in for two. Eight-point Chickalemi lead, 6.35 to go. Williams with the basketball now, working his way in, gives it off to Moyer. Moyer hard to the bucket, puts it up and in. Well, Ryan Williams is going to have a pile of assists after this game's over, Kevin. That's two in a row now to Asher Moyer. And I told you in the beginning, in the first quarter, he had a, quite a few also. Now driving in is going to be Breed. No good. Bringing it back is Williams. Williams, or Leonard, rather. Leonard driving in. He tries to get over Baumgartner. Baumgartner actually blocked that backwards. He was turned behind backwards and blocked it. Driving in, Regal now. Regal finds Baumgartner underneath. He goes underneath and gets hit by the backboard on his shot up. Well, and then Dietrich picks up the loose ball, and it's a held ball. Asher, Asher Moyer got a piece of that when he brought the ball down, and you're right. And then it went up and hit the backboard and came down. But a held ball, Chickalemi has the possession arrow, so they're coming back this way, Kevin. Ten-point Chickalemi lead, five minutes, 45 seconds to go here in the third period. Williams now between the circles. Williams drives in, bounces it to Leonard. Leonard to the baseline, down to the far side. X-Factor three, well short. Rebound that time by Baumgartner. Baumgartner launches one up, and Williams is going to be called for an overback on Regal. And I think part of that is because Williams was really in the wrong spot at the wrong but, time. But Regal was behind him. I, I think Coach Ziegler's got a legitimate gripe, okay? But that's his third foul anyway you look at it. doesn't matter what we think. That's going to be Ryan Williams' third foul. Boy, now ready to inbound. <laughs> now the official just said goes to that. <laughs> Here comes Regal driving in with a running effort. Is good. Eight-point Chickalemi lead with Regal's first two of the ball game. Well, with, with Ryan Williams having three fouls, and if Ryan still continues to guard Regal, he's going to take him to the bucket. Yeah, he's got to. Yeah, Regal, yeah. Regal knows he can attack now a little more. Williams with the ball, sends it in for Dietrich, stepping in and tipping it away as Workman in front of the Mifflinburg student section. So with 5.05 to go here in the third, it'll be Shikami basketball. And it'll be Moyer now inbounding the ball in front of the Shikami student section. Excuse me, in front of the Mifflinburg student section. Fashaw with it, gives it to Leonard. Leonard puts it on the floor. Now comes to the far wing to Williams. We'll find it now in the hands of Leonard. Leonard gives it to Moyer, starts in, finds Williams top of the key. Guarded there by Regal. Here comes Dietrich, fires one up, no good. Moyer goes up, he'll draw a foul. Asher Moyer, I talk about Dietrich being a demon under the boards. Asher Moyer is having quite a night himself with the offensive rebounds and the defensive boards. And that's his third foul on Ethan Baumgartner. Moyer two for six. And that one is good. That was the smoothest textbook swisher Ruski. Indeed. You know, there comes a time when a player finds, finds himself and there's a game might be Asher's coming-of-age party. Second one is good, or is no good. First one is good. 
And then driving underneath is Baumgartner. He will run. Missed it. Had a really good look at that one. He just couldn't get it to drop. And it goes out of bounds. It'll be Shikolami basketball as Williams now races to get to the scorer's table for Fashaw with a nine-point Shikolami lead with 4.32 to go in the third. It's a pretty physical game, Cap. There's a lot of bouncing and banging of bodies other places. Well, the Braves trying to slow things down a little bit here. For three. That's going to be on Dietrich. And we're back here in uh, Mifflinburg with a 33-24 Shikolami lead halfway through this period. Mason Dietrich just picked up his third foul. Now Baumgartner drives in on Dietrich. Missed the shot. Nice rebound by number 11, Breed, but couldn't get it to go. Bruno John, comes up with yeah, it. Yeah, Johnny out with a nice steal. Oh, boy. Right between the wickets there on Leonard, but Fashaw there to pick it up. Leonard now on the near wing, attacking the basket to our right. Leonard takes the jumper, no good. Rebound by Baumgartner. They'll bring it back, lob one up in there and get it too deep. Fashaw steals the pass from Workman, and it goes out of bounds. Williams going in for Leonard, and Asher Moyer going in for uh, Mason Dietrich to give him a little bit of a break here with three fouls here with 3.19 to go in this third quarter. Bullock now inbounding for Mifflinburg. He'll get it there to Wertman. Wertman forces one up, and he got it to go. That was an underhand shot that just was a prayer, and there was a prayer that was answered. Yeah, it was one of those that actually the um, that uh, Xavier Fashaw when he fouled him actually helped the shot. <laughs> That's Xavier's first foul. Reader coming back into the game. Workman to the line now to close the gap. 33-26 with 3:15 remaining here in the third period. Workman puts it up. And rattles it in. Finishes off the three-point play. Three winding here in the third period, and the gap closed to six, what was once ten. Williams with the basketball. Well, I, I think they're slowing the ball game down here a little bit so people uh, don't pick up their fourth foul. And Fashaw gets called for the double dribble. So it'll be Mifflinburg basketball now with a 33-20 lead and under three to go. Official said he got both hands on the ball one time there, Kev. Regal now bringing it up. Regal will send it to bowling between the circles. 
Finding big man Baumgartner again, who fired up a three. No good. Fashaw there for the rebound. Rays kind of get a break there on that three-pointer yeah, from the big they, guy. They need a bucket. They need an offensive score here, Kevin. It's been kind of, kind of quiet. Boyer now from the corner to the near side in traffic. Wow. Can't get that I thought one he to had go. It. Good I did steal too. by Williams. Great steal by Williams. Finds Bruno, and he puts it up high, and in drops it in. You talk about adjusting your layup shot, Kevin. Wow, he got that almost at the top of the top of the blackboard or backboard to get it to bounce the right. Wow, unbelievable. And Bruno, they're playing some solid defense. Knocks it out of the bowling's hand. Williams tries to steal it away. Bounces, Wirtman bounces it off of Williams, out of bounds. That, that is Moyer. He's got blonde hair, but he's got a bigger body. Moyer's well, the one. I can't see from Moyer, that far Moyer's away. Moyer's the one that, that forced the issue, got him going out of bounds, and, and just you know harassed him until he stepped out of bounds. we got to get Asher's hair back as long as it was last year, and then I can tell the difference. That's a good point. <laughs> Williams now bringing it up, and five and three from that far away look, look like the same number in these glasses. Here comes Williams driving in. Finds Wilson, who gets the running one-hander. Now tell me if that wasn't a pretty assist. From, that was. And a nice, just a nice, nice little lay over the rim by Brady Wilson after the assist from Ryan Williams. Over to the right side, Reeder with the basketball now. Reeder looking, gives it off now to Regal. Ten-point Chickalemi lead once again. Turnaround jumper from the foul line. Workman, no. Rebound, Wilson. Wilson to Williams. Williams pushing it up quickly. Bounces it wow. to Moyer. Moyer coming on the baseline move. Puts it up and in. And Coach Elliott wants a timeout oh as the Braves have a 12-point lead with a minute seven to go here in the third. That was a thing of beauty. Ryan Williams coming down the right side. He saw Asher Moyer in the far corner. And as soon as he gave Asher a look, Asher took the baseline. Bounce pass through the paint. Asher gets it, makes the layup. That is basketball, baby. And we have a final from the Shikolami wrestling team. Shikolami's wrestling team winning their second dual meet of the season, beating Lewisburg 48-24. That match was on WKOK.com. And we'll be uh, coming back, joining WKOK.com here in a few moments after the postgame there. Who won? Shikalimi. Oh, good. I'm so I'm still thinking about that pass from Williams. Over, did I not Williams say that? over to more. No, I was. You know how you know how sometimes yes. I talk to you and you don't hear me. What? Well, you just talked to me and I didn't hear you. <laughs> One minute to go here in the third period. Thirty-nine twenty-seven. Mifflinburg with a basketball now driving into the baseline. And to the low box is Bolick. Shot on the way, no good. Moyer tied up and fouled as he got that one. That'll be seen foul number two on Mifflinburg. That's, again, uh, just a, a tough rebound by Asher Moyer and pivoted to get the ball out, all right, and uh, got fouled. That foul was on number 23. Yep, that's on Bowling, and Williams now will check in for Johnny L. Bruno. Johnny who played L. some good oh, minutes. Yeah. Played good defense, got himself a bucket. Man-to-man full-court press by the Wildcats right now, Kev. Down 12. they got to get something going. Here comes the inbound to Moyer. Moyer now to Williams. Williams quickly up into the corner. Logan fires one for up sure. three. He is good for one of them every game, Kevin. Let's see if he can get two. Now comes Bolig bringing it in. Bolig will send it into the near corner. Now to the near wing. Head fake there by Griffith. 
Back to the near corner. Three on the way. That one no good by Griffith. Tipped around. Griffith will take it again. Put one up. No good. And that'll roll out of bounds. It'll be Shikolami basketball with 22.1 to go and a 42-27 lead. I don't think this is what the Mifflinburg Wildcats expected from the Braves. I think you're right. And here comes the inbound. And they get it in. And again, yeah, you're just, right, contesting yeah, everything now. Just for clear, clear out. Let, the, let one guy bring it up, and he's man-to-man. And there's Williams. Oh. Oh, 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 Williams drives the paint. Scoop shot from the right side and puts it in. Unbelievable. Griffiths now with the basketball. He's going to have to fire one up. But the buzzer, back iron, no good. And at the end of three, it is Chickalini, 44, Mifflinburg, 27. This is Chickalini Brady basketball on Golden Day OK. Think back to your childhood. Who first made a difference in your life? Who first inspired you? Years from now, when people look back on their lives, their inspiration could be you. With a career in early childhood education, you can help give children the start in life they deserve. And for you, it starts at Lackawanna College. Our associate degree in early childhood education can prepare you for a rewarding career in schools or child care centers. Visit Lackawanna.edu today. This is life-changing. This is Lackawanna College. Welcome back to Mifflinburg here, getting ready for the final period of play between Shikolami and Mifflinburg on WK. Looks like we got Fisher, Williams, or, uh, Williams uh, Brady, Wilson, Mason Dietrich, and Randy Castilla to start the game for the Braves. And now Mifflinburg trailing at 44-27, really needs points on this possession. They'll drive it to the baseline. Castillo will get called for the foul as driving it in that time was Regal. I'm sorry. That's not going to be Regal. It's going to be Breed. Yeah, Carter Breed's going to shoot two here. Team Ra- foul number four on Chickalow. Yeah, Randy Castillo left him. Uh, you know, he's playing good defense, but he, uh, Breed got by him. And, uh, you know, once he did that, he was on his back and ended up fouling. First himself. one is no good. These are the ones that Mifflinburg really needs, Chief, from the line. And yeah. they have not been stellar from the line tonight. Second one is good. You score while the clock stops. That's a plus. They've been just barely above 50% from the line. And they haven't been to the line a ton. That's the other problem. Here comes Dietrich, who sat out most of that third period. Williams now driving it in. Loses the handle on the ball. Goes right into Griffith's hands. He'll send it to Baumgartner, who lays it up and in. See, they got to be careful now. He dribbled into a lot of traffic that time and uh, ended up uh, losing the ball. Steele turned into a turnover, 44-13 now. Here's Dietrich all alone, and he went too deep. He went too deep to the backboard and got it bounced off the backboard, and it goes into the hands of Breed. Uh, foul's going to be on Logan Fisher, I think, Kevin. Boy, Dietrich had a beautiful opportunity there nobody around him and i think his depth perception was really off because well, he, he got, was way too deep he got the rim blocked his shot right yeah. 
Well, Mifflinburg now, uh, you know, outscored the Braves 3-0 to start this third quarter. That's been the way the Mifflinburg's been. Early part of the quarter has been very much theirs. There's the bounce pass in the ball and an offensive foul before the shot. Nice job by Randy Castillo that time just to get the position, and Baumgartner went in hard on him. That's his fourth. Seven minutes to go. Shaking me up by 14. Here comes Williams. Braves really need to think about taking some time off the clock right now. Sure. Here comes Williams. Drive it in. Finds Castillo. Castillo blocked from behind and blocked by Breed. Quickly, Baumgartner back the other way. He'll give it off underneath for an opportunity at two by Griffith. Can't go. Gets another opportunity. He'll be fouled and go to the line. That's two layups now the Braves have missed. I guess you could call that block a miss by Castile that time. But, uh, again, you know, there's only been a minute and 20 seconds off of this, and uh, Griffiths could put him within 12 here. He'll have an opportunity right now with the first one. Good. And now checking back into the game is going to be Bowling and also Moyer as Castillo comes out and Baumgartner now will come out. Now, here's where the Braves really, if they're going to try and get this game and take it away, they need to really attack the basketball now in a lane violation That's the second on time, Mifflinburg. Second time Mifflinburg has got, had a lane violation, Kevin, to, to take away a shot. And it didn't matter. The shot wasn't going to go anyway. But Fashaw now coming into the game for Wilson. Well, now you got your starting lineup back in for the Braves. So Williams ready to inbound with a 13-point lead. And Bill Ziegler wants a timeout because he didn't like the way that was setting up. It's going to be a 30. That'll be his second 30-second timeout. 44-31. Shikalemi leading Mifflinburg here in Mifflinburg with just under six and a half remaining. Earlier tonight on WKOK.com, the Braves wrestling team, a winner over Lewisburg by a score of 48-24. They'll be in action again against Montgomery in the Fieldhouse on Tuesday night. That match you can hear on WKOK.com. Basketball once again on News Radio 1070 WKOK from Montoursville this time as the Shikolami road trip in December continues. Then Minersville on Friday. Stolen. And guess who did? It was Baumgartner, who got fouled on the way to the bucket. Yeah. And he will go to the line. Ryan Williams going to pick up foul number four. And that is a foul number seven on the Braves. One and one is Bruno will come in now for Williams, who, as you said, picked up number four. Well, Ethan Baumgartner is one for two so far from the line. He has seven points. had 14 the other night against Milton in the overtime win. That one is good. Makes it a 12-point game, gets his eighth of the ball game, playing with four fouls right now. Second one is no good. Dietrich with it. And now Fashaw will bring it up. Fashaw will swing it around. They'll find Dietrich on the far wing. Top of the key, Bruno. 
Down to the near wing to Fashaw once again. Dietrich at the top. Braves are now in that kind of eat some clock. Yeah, but they're still moving the ball around. They're looking for a good shot. They're trying not to get doubled up on that. That's a walk. And Fashaw on the baseline did end up traveling. Braves with no points so far in this quarter, Kevin, and that kind of concerns me. 44-32, the only positive side is Mifflinburg's only had one shot from the floor and they've been about 500 from the foul line there's a three-pointer missed it. everything by Griffith they'll get it back at the top of the key have it ticked away picking it back up now is Martin now Baumgartner with a three from the wing nice good rebound. box out and rebound by Dietrich yep 540 remaining here in this one 12-point Shikolami lead. Get out of the corner. And in the corner in the near side is Dietrich. He's going to have to try and dribble out. Finds Moyer. Moyer kicks it out. Fashaw, far wing. Three. Just a little bit too far. Hit the back of the rim. Baumgartner will now lob it out. He'll find Griffith. Griffith can't get it anything going. And the Braves get it back. Fashaw on the steal. He'll get it to Baum, or, uh, Bruno. And now Shikolami slowing it down out front with 5.10 to go. 44-32, Shikolami leading. Here comes Leonard. Leonard forces one off the window. No good. Tip out. Controlled by Baumgartner. Baumgartner driving in again. Working on Moyer. Moyer gives ground. Baumgartner gets two. Ten-point Shikolami lead as Mifflinburg pecks away. And knocking it out of bounds is Martin. It'll be Shikolami ball. Well, the Braves have the Braves have had a couple of good looks at the basket. They have not scored. Uh, they've made some mistakes. They've had a couple of walks, uh, and you know, it looks like Baumgartner. Even though he has four fouls, he's just taking it to the bucket now. <laughs> yeah, 44-34, under five to go. Bounce pass now to uh, Dietrich, and they're going to try and trap. Slow pass. Moyer gets it. Finds Fash on the break and gets it up and in. Well, that's the way to beat the uh, press, Kevin. Get the ball up in two passes and get a layup. Quickly back the other way. The feed into Bolick, and Bolick gets the bucket to make it a 10-point game again. And he will be bumped and got a foul to go to the line. Well, Fashad got got he basically Bowley got the ball too deep down in the down on the block. And uh, Fashad basically tried to keep him from making a shot and got a bad body on him. And we haven't heard too much from Aaron Bolick since the first half, but that's his first bucket here in the in this in this half. He's got six. Bolick at the line to finish off a three-point play, and he can't do it. Tip out. Baumgartner had it for a minute. Now Moyer's got it. Moyer's got an open lane. Goes up, gets fouled, and will go to the line. Bolig will be charged with the foul, and if he didn't, it was an easy two. And I mean easy yeah. two. There's a hustle play by uh, Asher Moyer that time. That ball came, got loose and ended up, you know, in no man's land. He came out from underneath, grabbed it, and just head down the court. And, of course, uh, Aaron Bolick was a man on a mission, too. There's no way he's going to get an easy layup. <laughs> Moyer, who is two of six from the line to start the night, drops that one in and is now... Three of seven, now four of eight for the year. Asher in double figures now, Kevin. Second one up and good. And that is his first double-figure game of the year. And actually, it's a career high. 
for varsity. Over to the right side with the basketball. Driving in now is Breed. Breed will give it to Baumgartner. Baumgartner working on Moyer. Comes up a little short. Rebound Leonard. Leonard pushing it up. Uh, Leonard got it tipped away. You got to take care of the ball. Mullet comes up with it, but the guy who tipped it away was Jackson Griffith, who went hard to the floor and gets up slowly, and now they're going to make a change as Griffith comes out and Workman comes back in. 4.05 to go in this one, 48-36. Shikolami leading Mifflinburg. Take care of the basketball. That's, you know, you get, you get, make a play, you get a rebound, you know, and, you know, basically. Save time. Yeah, well, the other thing was they just tried to dribble out, and somebody came from behind and knocked the ball out. I shouldn't say save time, just take time. Yeah. Regal with it, gives it away to Bowling. Bowling now finds Baumgartner, works the baseline on Wilson, and now sneaking in behind Wilson was Wertman who put up the two. Back to a 10-point Shikolami lead. Here comes Moyer quickly with a two-on-two. Finds Wilson. Back to Moyer. Threw it away yeah. in the hands of Regal. Just get the ball back out. Regal, the Baumgartner, back to Regal. Near wing three, no good. Near corner three, I should say, no good. And a fight for it is Bowling. Oh, they call the foul. And a whistle. They call the foul on Mason Dietrich. And it'll be a one-and-one one on the foul. Putting number 23, Aaron Bullock, on the line. 48-38, remaining in this one in Mifflinburg once. Not Shikolimi. Oh, I'm sorry, Shikolimi wants Shikolimi a timeout. Took a full timeout. You know, I, you know, I'm not out there on the court. And, uh, you know, Brady Wilson got the ball from Asher Moyer, and, and Mifflinburg's defense kind of collapsed, but Asher looked like he was going to be open, but Brady just couldn't get that ball through the first guy. Sometimes you just got to get back out to the garden, set up, and let's start all over again, especially especially when you're not scoring. I mean, Braves have scored four points here in the fourth quarter. Mifflinburg, five, seven, nine. Okay, so they're on a 9-4 run right now in this fourth quarter. 48-38, uh, Mifflinburg uh, losing. They're behind the Braves, but they're going to get a chance to get it down to, down to eight because – We've got uh, a one-in-one situation. Yeah, that's this is a big one, and, and Mifflinburg has been about 500. They've been about 500 for the uh, night. They are six for seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Boy, you are amazing. Six for twelve, Kev. Well, I was technically incorrect then. They're not about 500. They, they are. are 500. Yeah, Aaron Bullock on the line. To shoot a one and one. Here comes the first opportunity as Bowling is ready to try and put this back to single digits. Hasn't been there since midway through the third, and he does. They'll have another opportunity coming up. Second one is up and no good. Rebound by Wilson. 48-39. Mifflinburg just pecking away. One point at a time almost. Asher Moyer with a basketball. Moyer will go to Leonard. Leonard to Dietrich on the near wing. Guarded closely there by Regal. And Regal got a hand in. And then also grabbing it was Wortman. And a whistle. Williams going to foul out. 
That is going to be a rough one there for the Braves. They have really struggled with Williams not in the game. Remember that second game, they had trouble with Leonard and Fashaw running the offense and and pushing the ball up. It's going to be up to Xavier Fashaw to do that now with 3.11 to go, trying to put this one away for the Braves, but before they can do it, Wortman will have another opportunity from the line. He's going to get two shots because they're in the special bonus, Kevin. Double bonus time. First one up and good. They have had trouble making the second of these opportunities. Down to eight. That one no good. And touched out of bounds. By number three, Baumgartner. 48-40, to go. Mifflinburg is going to put pressure on Chickalemi all the way up the court. Fashaw will inbound. Nobody in front of him defending him. Now he's having trouble finding somebody. Finds Moyer, who came back to help him. Runs up the far baseline. Threw it away into the hands of Baumgartner. Near side, wing three, Regal, guard! And now it's a five-point game with three minutes left. Chickalemi having trouble moving the ball up, and it is off of Baumgartner out of bounds. First of all, you want your guards to bring the ball up the court, all right? You don't want your big guys dribbling. Uh, you know, that, that throw was, I don't know uh, if he thought they were Braves in the middle, but they were all white jerseys there. Dietrich ready to inbound. Braves cannot have not been able to take much time off this clock. And a foul coming on number two, Wortman, as Wortman kind of went up and underneath uh, Fashaw and drew the foul. Well, that's only Mifflinburg's fifth foul, so they've got two more fouls before the Braves would be in a shooting situation. So the Braves will have the ball in front of the scorer's table with 2.50 remaining. 48-43, Braves had a 12-point lead at one point, in, actually 14 at one point in this game. Dietrich now bounces it to Fashaw with 2.50 to go. Fashaw now putting it on the floor, trying to take some time off the clock, guarded by Wortman. Tries to get around Wortman, then almost dribbled into a double team. Back between the circles. Tries to get clear, but Wortman works through the screen. Here comes Leonard driving in, stops, pops, drops, and he'll go to the line. What a big play. What a big shot. You know, Cam did what I've been asking him to do for a long time. When you get inside there, instead of just going in amongst the trees, just stop, take the four or five footer. So Leonard line with seven points going to the line to make it a three-point play. And he does. That was big. Back to eight now for Shikalemi. And checking in for Mifflinburg is Jackson Griffith. Griffith will come in now for Reeder. I'm going to correct that. That was uh, Bullock, rather. Yeah, Aaron Bullock went out. Regal with the basketball. Finds Griffith. Back to Baumgartner. Now to Regal once again for three. No good. Good rebound underneath by Dietrich. And Dietrich got tied up. And a hell ball. Shikalemi has the possession arrow, though. Breed tied him up, and with 2.10 to go, Shikalemi has the arrow. It'll now go the other direction 
upon the moment. Shikalami inbounds this ball. Looking for an outlet. Now Fashaw finds it. Tipped and out of bounds by Breed as Breed stepped in front of Leonard to almost swipe that one away. The Braves have only, they, this is the only uh, inbounds play they have. Now get a double team everybody. That's it. Bring it up. Leonard quickly it got it to Fashaw. Pull it, it back it out, Xavier. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> he does pull it back out. Leonard now with a basketball with a minute 56 to go. Dribbles into double traffic. Double dribble. And he caused the double dribble. to go in this one. Mifflinburg just has been hanging around. They've been doing more than hanging. They've been scoring. Three-pointer on the way. No good by Regal. Backside rebound by Leonard. Let him foul you. Minute 38 to go. They have a couple of fouls, that one foul to give, and there it is. Well, that's going to put Xavier on the line here. I'm sorry, I said one foul to give, one foul to put him in the bonus. Remember that uh, that foul's on number 11, Carter Breed. Believe it or not, that's his first foul. Wow. Believe it or not. Now, Bolig will come back in now for uh, Workman. Xavier to the line for the first time. Now, this is a one-and-one, one, folks. The left-hander puts it up and doesn't get it. Rebound by Baumgartner with a minute 30 to go. Mifflinburg trying to attack the basket, driving uh, in with Griffith. It's a foul on Xavier Fashad. He bumped him. And that will send Griffith to the line to shoot two with a minute 30 to go. 51-43, Shikolami leading it by eight. And Griffith setting up. First one, Good. 51-44 as Mifflinburg now makes some changes. Wortman coming back in and yep. joining him as well is going to be Chad Martin. They're putting all guards in, Kevin, because they're going to they're going to double team, triple team the ball wherever it goes. Second one is good. 51-45. It is a 7 uh, point Six point. No, lead. I'm sorry. They put him in so they'd foul somebody. They didn't want people to get in foul trouble because they're they're going to put they're going to yep. put the uh, Baumgartner back in. So Coach Elliott is on the rotation. Now this is huge. Fashaw right now, huge free throws. If Shikolami wants to hang on in this one. Now Johnny L. Bruno coming into the game now for Leonard with a minute 26 remaining. Here comes Fashaw to the line. Missed it. Loose ball out of bounds off of Breed, who just couldn't quite hang on to it on the baseline. Well, that's because Asher Moyer did a good job of harassing the heck out of him when he was trying to get the rebound. So the Braves love the ball underneath their own basket. And the swap out now with Workman and Martin comes back. Inbounds, Leonard, Leonard forced to the bucket and draws the foul on Martin. But again, Shikolami cannot come up empty here on these shots from the line. With a minute 23 to go, 51-45, Shikolami leading it by six, led by as many as 14. It's a two-shot foul this time. 
First one is good. That will be, by the way, team foul number nine, so everything from here on out on both sides of the ball will be a pair of shots. Second one is good. 53-45, back up to eight with a minute 20 to go. Baumgartner with the basketball, works his way in. They They let him take it for the two. Now the Braves quickly have to move it up. Dietrich on the near sideline. Bounces to Moyer in the baseline. Moyer will back out with a minute five. He'll find Leonard. Leonard will be fouled by Regal with a minute two to go. And Leonard on the line to shoot a pair. That's the maturing of our sophomore big guy, Asher Moyer. You know, Dietrich cut to the basket. I thought he was going to give it to Dietrich. That might have been a problem. He took it to the corner, waited to the Leonard got it out in front of him and threw it back out front. Here comes Leonard's first. It's good. 54-47 now. Fashaw coming back into the game now for Johnny L. Bruno. Braves will have two on the line for this second shot. And the lead extends. 55-47. Here's Griffith bringing it up. Under a minute to go. Mifflinburg needs a quick shot. They try to get it inside to the big man. And Baumgartner will be charged with the foul on Leonard. And that'll be his fifth if it is on him. Cam Leonard has seven points here in the quarter, in this quarter. Five from the line? He's five for five from the line. And that is going to be number four on Baumgartner. I'm sorry, five five on Baumgartner. So Leonard now with a big two to make this back to double digits. It's now a nine-point lead with 52.6 remaining. He's got his 18th of the evening. 21 is a career high. That's 19. Automatic. Wow, that's great. Ten-point lead. Good job, Cam Leonard. Bolick now bringing it back. Bolick will go to the baseline underneath. Stolen away on the pass by Dietrich. Dietrich to Wilson. Wilson to Moyer. Moyer puts it up and in. And that should shut the door and lock it up. And Moyer with a steal. Tips it into the hands of Leonard. And Leonard will be fouled. And a technical technical for an intentional foul. foul. Well, he grabbed him and spun him. And I don't think he intended to do it because he kind of like half apologized at it. But the official saw it as an intentional, I believe. So it's a foul and a technical. Yeah, Zach Wertman, you know, that's unfortunate, all right? Yeah, it was. He wasn't wasn't trying to, you know, in fact, after he grabbed him, he tried to. Right, he tried to hold him from doing it. Yeah, from falling or spinning. Hey, buddy. Yeah, you can't stand under the basket layer there, dude. I'm amazed that, yeah, they're going to move him out of the way now. (laughs) One of the students decided to try and be under the basket, which ain't going to (laughs) happen. And uh, before the officials took care of it, the Mifflinburg staff, the athletic director, took care of it for him. And that one is good. 60-47 to with 29.3 remaining. And this will tie a career high if he finishes this one. And he's short. Now he'll have two more on the technical. 
Yep, you get to shoot the technicals. 60 to 47, 29.3 remaining here in this one. And Chickalemi just trying to finish it off. He's eight for nine here in this quarter, Kevin. He can miss one. Oh, boy. And he missed another one. All stuck right, on Cam. Stuck on 20 now, isn't he? I believe so. And that one does go. So that'll be a tying a career-high 21 for Cam Leonard. Bill Ziegler wants a timeout. He's out of 30, so he's got to use a full here with 29.3 remaining. That'll give us an opportunity to pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Chicago It's Basketball. Sports Talk, where your voice counts. The Steve Jones Show, weekdays from 3 to 5 on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and online at WKOK.com. Kevin, I think they have the wrong amount of points up there for Cam. Remember I told you they gave they gave the three-point shot to him instead of to Williams in the first quarter? I have him at okay. 18. All, All right. right. We'll I, go on the Chiefs book on that one with 18, which I, would put him a couple shy of a career. I could on. be wrong, too, but I think I think Ryan Williams had, uh, had that first three. Either way, he's had a really good night, uh, hey, almost hey. a career night. Now, he... He stabilized the Braves and righted the ship with those foul shots. He was eight for eight, okay, and uh, and and actually he started it with a with a made basket and a foul. All right, that stopped, as we say, the ble- the bleeding. Shikalemi right now with sixty points. That is their largest output of this early season. Wilson will get the ball on the technical inbound after the technical inbound, I should say. And now Fashaw will have it. Dietrich all alone under the bucket. Kisses off to square and in to make it 63-47. And that, as I said, kind of locked it all up. And Bill Ziegler patting everybody on the bench on the shoulder there after this one. Three-pointer on the way by Regal. No good. Hard Hard to the floor is Leonard. He gets helped up. As the game got a little bit physical underneath. Technical foul again. Yeah, another technical. uh, That's five. On uh, that's going to be on Bolick, I believe. Yeah, it was on Bolick. So Leonard to the line again. Boys, well, you'll get a chance to do four foul shots here, Kevin. Seven point three remaining in this one. He could have that career high either way now. Got that one. Board has him at twenty-two. Chief has him at nineteen. I believe. I do. That one no good. Oh now no! He'll no, have no. two more. No, no. Oh no! It's going to be Fashaw. It's going to shoot the other. Oh no! no there's not. They're two not going. They're not. Sorry about that. that. So. It's going to be inbounding now with 64, 47, and five, four, three, and Fashaw will just hold the ball, and that will do it. Shikalemi with a 14-point lead at one point saw it dwindle to three. And hang on for a 64-47 win over Mifflinburg. We'll wrap it up when we return on News Radio 1070 WKOK.
Hello, sports fans. WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland is proud to be the Susquehanna Valley's family-owned and operated Subaru dealership since 1965. So come on in now and check out and save on the all-new Subaru models. Start your adventure in a safe, reliable, and fuel-efficient ride. Amazing financing offers for well-qualified applicants. Stop by WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland or check out their deals on Facebook and at WNLSubaru.com. The Susquehanna Valley's all-wheel drive headquarters. Community is what WNL is all about. For more than 50 years, we've relied on great people and great local businesses to support us. Glicks is one of those true community partners. For decades, WNL has chosen Glicks because we trust them. They do the job right and they do it well. Whether it's new doors or service, you should trust Glicks too. I'm Andy Long of WNL Subaru, Nissan, and Mazda, and our family is proud to recommend Glicks. Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram on Route 61 in Sunbury has always put the customer first. Because of the great support from all over the valley, Zimmerman's is well into their second century of serving their customers. Bob Zimmerman and his staff always do their best to break the stereotype. That pressured, uneasy feeling that you felt while buying your last vehicle doesn't exist at Zimmerman's. Zimmerman's is the full-service dealership you want. Shikolumi with a win over Mifflinburg. Uh, they saw a 14-point lead kind of dwindle for a while, and then they finally uh, were able to get it back to where it was time to just plain run out the clock, and that's what the Braves were able to do. 64-47 to get win number two on the season and go 500 on the year. You know what's really amazing is remember how Mifflinburg in the fourth quarter just started taking a lot uh get, you know Braves weren't scoring and they were getting the lead cut back well they both ended up scoring 20 points in that fourth quarter so the wow. Braves the Braves maintained that lead even though it didn't look like they were maintaining the lead and it all had to do with uh with a, a lot of foul shooting and I think I think the point where that, that quarter turned was when Cam Leonard made that uh little four foot jumper as he stopped and popped and he got fouled, and from there on, he just made all those foul shots. 11 for 15 he was from the foul line. I think another thing that we should also mention in tonight's game, that uh, Bray's now 1-0 in conference play. Very good, very good. And they've even they've, they've, they've even at 2-2 two and two now. So Yep, and this is, on the season. This was a, here comes a happy coach, so we're going to have to talk to him. <laughs> so, all right. Bill Ziegler joining us here on the uh, post-game show as uh, Braves get a 64-47 win here over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. I saw you go up and down the line to everybody on the bench with about 30 seconds to go. Give them a slap on the shoulder. This was a big one to, to hang on to. Here. Remember the last time we won up at Mifflinburg. It seems like it's been forever. Um, you know, we talked about before the game, you know, this officiating crew is one that's a veteran crew and they weren't going to, you know, so we shut up and play and they did just what it was and Mifflinburg was the one that kind of lost their composure a little bit so that's what we were talking about as well uh we're going up and down the bench don't say anything you play with class win the class and I couldn't be prouder of the boys well you got some great minutes off the bench today uh from uh um 
I'm sorry, I, you had mentioned that. I just drew a blank. McAllister Thank did a you. nice job Thank in the first you, half where you came in. Logan McAllister. But I want to. I thought tonight that Asher Moyer was terrific under the boards, and so was uh, so was his job against uh, guys that are a lot bigger than them. I, I'll say, and not only that they're bigger, but they're you know athletic and strong. These are a lot of players from their football team, and uh, you know. Asher will be honest with you. He, he struggled the, the last couple games. And, uh, you know, we were talking about confidence and working on some things. And, and I was glad to see the ball go in for him tonight because I, I, I think Asher's going to start to score that way consistently the rest of the year. I really do. I, another key tonight, foul shots down the stretch. Much better than it has been through the early part of this year. Yeah, it was. You know, I think we missed our first two. And it was like, oh, here, no. And then, but then, uh, you know, uh, Cameron, you know, he missed a couple, but he made a lot more than he missed. And uh, that kind of iced the game. Well. After he drove and stopped and hit the layup or hit the shot and got fouled, he was eight for eight until he missed the first one. So that that guy you that that righted the ship. All right. So it was. Hey, I think you're right. I don't ever remember doing a game from here where we beat Mifflinburg on their go back floor. Into the, to the archives, we might have to <laughs> ask Coach Four when it when it was. It's because it's been a while. That's for sure. Uh, like I said, I could be proud of them. They really they really played hard, and you know. Like we said, we're undersized, and, you know, they fought, they scratched, they clawed, and, uh, wow, what a great team effort. Um, I might have that wrong. A three that was Williams. I thought they gave it to uh, to Leonard, but I think, I think I'm right. I think he had 19. If not, he had 22, and that would be a new high for him. So we, check your well, book. Said, we told Ken, I said, you could have 25. He made it already fast. He goes, you're right, Coach. <laughs> So I was I was glad you know Campbell struggled a little bit early in the game and forced a couple shots. It was good to see him you know the last three minutes of the game kind of take over and uh, you know ice it for us. Well, good solid win to open up conference play. Enjoy the pizza tomorrow and this game at Susquehanna. We will, Coach Marcini. Good luck tomorrow. We're coming. <laughs> Bill Ziegler joining us here on the post game after the Braves win here in Mifflinburg by a score of sixty four forty seven. Chief, as we wrap things up here tonight, your thoughts on this. Uh, First conference win of the season and the first road win as well. Well, remember we started out. The Braves started out five nothing, and they just turned the, turned the game around. They, they they just hustled and scrapped and played hard. And and uh, I thought Ryan Williams had a terrific night. had a had a terrific night from uh, from the assists that he had were were just amazing. I I I, I think he might have had eight or nine. I'm not sure. Maybe more than that. But it was a it was a team effort. Uh, Mason Dietrich uh, in the first half kept everything alive under the boards, and same way with uh, with Asher Moyer. But you, you know everybody played well, uh, and again, okay, this is something that this team needed because they did not have a real good start in the tournament last weekend at home. Well, trip to Montoursville comes up on Tuesday night. We'll be on WKOK uh, as Steve Williams will have the wrestling match on WKOK.com, kind of like what happened tonight. And uh, welcoming those of you that have joined us on WKOK.com after the uh, Braves wrestling team wins 48-24 over Lewisburg tonight. So, shikalami sweep on uh, WKOK and WKOK.com. We'll try and do it again on Tuesday night as Montgomery comes to town to wrestle the Braves in the Phil Lockoff Gymnasium and the basketball team on the road to the big court in Montoursville. Once again, our final score, it was Shikalami 64, Mifflinburg 47. Braves improved to 2-2 and overall, 1-0 in conference play. And Montoursville falls to 1-1 overall, 0-1 in conference play. 
for the Chief Day, Richie. I'm Kevin Hur. Thanks for joining us for Shikolami Braves basketball on News Radio 1070 WKOK and for Shikolami Wrestling with Steve Williams on WKOK.com.